we went back and um, uh, played a couple of drinking games uh, that night. Yeah, and then we got crazy. <laughs> Getting a little wild there. On a yeah. Night. What 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 games did you guys play? Um, have you ever heard of Kings? It's a it's uh, a maybe. It's like you just need a deck games. of cards. Um, you just need a deck of cards, and you literally just flip a card and like. They, um, the girl started explaining it and said everything rhymes and it's like what so twos is you so if you flip over a two you drink if you flip over a three uh we no 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 two is you two is you so you choose somebody to drink um three is me so you have to drink four is I forget what four is. <laughs> There's one that's like um, uh, chicks, six is chicks, five is guys. Um, and then like uh, the king, if you flip a king, you get to make a rule. So like oh. every time a girl, you know, flips it, they have to drink twice or um, something like that. So yeah. it was just stuff like that. It was that's fun. It reminds me of a card game I played like when I was younger. Have you ever heard of the game Mao? I've heard of it. It's like really confusing and it's got certain rules for each card that you flip over or that you like that you play. I don't really remember how it goes, but once you win, like there's punishments and stuff like that. And once you win like a round, you get to declare a rule, but you don't tell anyone. So then, uh, like, you could like flip over a card and then like there's a rule that you don't know, and then you have to do whatever whatever and so it's like it's just brutal that's fun that sounds entertaining yeah it was, it was pretty entertaining but um nice sounds like a good time it was it was good um but can you believe that the uh nba season starts tonight i honestly did not even know <laughs> <laughs> i uh it's- It's the third season in like a year for them because they last October yeah, yeah, the NBA finals was going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they, dang, holy cow. Yeah. It's insane. It, it, that's a lot of basketball. But I just thought that was crazy. That's insane. I, I don't know how they're going to stay healthy, how people are no. going to stay healthy, honestly. Well, last year was really bad. I know people staying healthy, but I think they've had like enough time. Like this is now like they've recycled. So it's like now they're on a regular schedule because it ended in July, I think. Yeah. So it's pretty much the same as it would be if they ended in regularly. How how are you feeling about the uh, the heat with then Lowry? Don't you guys have Lowry now? Yeah, I feel pretty good. We got him and PJ Tucker. Those are our big oh, okay. offseason acquisition act acquisitions um so i feel i feel pretty good i think they'll be i don't know i don't think those are going to be like the key players but i think they'll help a lot i think we could be top four in the east oh, okay i think, I think. respectable I yeah respectable i don't think we're going to be number one i think that's probably brooklyn or milwaukee but milwaukee. no one wants to see us they're calling them the bermuda triangle of death that's they're calling Miami. <laughs> it's kind of quite a mouthful. Yeah, it's a little bit of yeah, a little bit of mouthful. But uh, let's say we uh, 
get into some fantasy football. <laughs> and yeah, well, uh, this is a football show. Yeah, whoops, we got a little, little distracted there. Uh, but big week, big weekend. Well, we missed last week, so apologies to everyone. Yeah, sorry. Schedules. Oh well. Sorry, Jay. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. Yeah. Mainly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. He- sorry, Jay. Uh, but yeah, we well, it, it's a shame we didn't do it last week because you and me were both on winning streaks, I believe, right? Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's where we've had the issues is that when we don't do the podcast, then it's our little karma of not um, of, to not win. So hopefully this week will be better, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back on track. Even though when we were doing the podcast, I, w- I was still wasn't winning any games. So, uh, but are you? You're three and three now, right? Yeah, I uh, lost to the big boys. Okay, and then I dropped to two and four. So we're mm-hmm. we're close. We're close. Uh, you have a little step up on me, but I'm gonna try to get there. I'm, I'm worried three. about this week. I got Eckler. I got Herbert. I got Cooper all out on buys. So I am. I'm. I'm struggling to stay afloat currently. I'm afraid of dropping to that. Mid-season three and four. Uh, okay. It's not where you want to be. Yeah, but it's where you want to be. So that's well. That's yeah, that's next next week. Our goal is to get to three and four. Right. So right. This this was a big week for us. I would think this would be because if I beat Marcus, Marcus would have dropped to one and five, and so that would have kind of separated me from the pack. Yeah. But instead, he's up to two and four, which is it doesn't feel big, but that's a huge swing. Because yep. I think right now, what is it? Is Chase and Zach both one and five? I think they're the only one in five teams. Chase, Chase is at his is in his own little world at this point. <laughs> Poor guy. I was looking at, and this is part of my predictions, but um, he hasn't scored over 110 since week two. Oh no. Yeah, he uh, he can't get anything together. But I've tried to offer him trades and at least like work with them, and he just kind of. Yeah, doesn't answer. So this is me calling you out, Chase. Work with me a little bit here. You're 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 struggling, bud. Your third highest score was your kicker this week at twelve. You know, <laughs> like that's not good. Chase, if you're listening, trade tra- you, trade with Josh. Do Do you think Chase listens? Like, in all honesty, to the podcast? Yeah. Um, it's a good question. I think I think he said. He puts it on in the background. Oh, okay. So, so maybe he'll perk up when he hears uh hear, when he hears his name. Yeah, that or if you throw in haiku, maybe right there he just. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, and then Zach, Zach, I thought had a pretty good team. I thought he's gonna do decent, and he had some decently high scoring games, but he just hasn't yep. won any of his matchups. Nope. This week he's... was a little rough for him though. I mean, he was playing the All-Stars who, I mean, the All-Stars, the Cowpokes, the Americans, the big boys. I mean, those are probably your top four teams. Yeah. And the All-Stars may be at the very top of them. On just a consistency level, the All-Stars have been consistently high scoring every single week. He's got freaking Najee Harris and Zeke. Like, that's that's deadly. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the All Stars are the undistinguished, uh, or the distinguished first place. 
Yeah, I would put him in first place for sure. Just in the power rankings. Yeah. I I guess technically the big boys are right there with him, technically, but I just, I don't know. I I like the. (laughs) The luck continues for the big boys. Last week, this week. Freaking. Man. Logs recap. It was uh, he was saying that there was it was another ten point less than ten point, right? Uh, and it was like, of course, this is the week that neither Herbert or Eckler show up. Like that's yeah. all I needed was one of those two to show up, and they combined for not even twenty points. Like <laughs> the heck. So and he had Jamal Williams starting, who had one point. Right. Right, and I was just like. This was the week to beat him, and it's just still somehow he pulls out he, and wins. He's, and so he's got some magic work. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. But you know what? I'm just trying to make it through week seven. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting to, I'm expecting to drop to three and four um, after this next week. But anyways, we can talk about people, other teams. But um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to look through Union of Moon and Sun got their win that they've been kind. Of, against you if, uh if there's a team that i'm happy to lose against i think it'd be marcus really yep we had we had a text exchange today talking about how it is a blue collar win for a very blue collar <laughs> yeah a very uh like a midway a midway win old school all the buzzwords um Port City Powers won that can't seem to get that W, mm-hmm. but I think that we've all said at one point or another that they're a good team, and so it's just yeah. like, I mean, I, I, they're I'm sure they've maybe been using polo a little bit lately, trying to get something figured out. But yeah, the Pioneers just I'm just kind of running through the games from last week, and then yeah, I, I mean. Saying- I was surprised. I was, say, I was surprised at that one because Burroughs Bungles haven't been great, but right now they're four and two. They're very right. quiet, four and two. And the right. Pioneers, like I expected them to, I expected this game to be flipped, the records to be flipped. Uh, yep. But I, I sent uh, dirty Leonard Fournette. That's turned out to be as soon as I turned uh-huh. him, Fournette decided to show up. And he's been, he's been for him. killing it lately. Yeah, he has. And uh, and now David's apparently trying to trade some of his players for next year's draft pick. So it oh, appears yeah. he's thrown in the towel, which I love the move. I love the move to trade for draft picks. That's one move that I want to see happen. But not what well, I Well, it's crazy because, like, some people's draft high draft picks. Well, I mean, let's see. McCaffrey's been hurt. Barkley's been hurt. Kamara's been all right. I'm trying to think of some of the – I guess the first round has been pretty good. But when you get to the second round, I think of some of the guys like Antonio Gibson, Clyde edwards Alaire was third round. Um, mm-hmm. Both, both on the power. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of guys in that second to third round range that just – have not been performing to the level that I'm assuming most people drafted them expecting, uh-huh. you know. And but, even for me, AJ Brown was a big disappointment up until this week. Really, it was the first time he did something. Yeah, and that was a second round pick. As soon as you trade him away, 
Well, he had a couple of down weeks there for, for the Americans, or he wasn't playing. Oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. But, I mean, the big one was the the Amish and the cowpokes. I mean, the Amish put up another really good week because last yeah. week they were the, in the 190s, and they, you know, broke over that 130 mark, but yet still lost by 50 just because the cowpokes, cowpokes have, well, a really good team as well. Yeah. Yes, they're another very good team with Joe Mixon and Derrick Henry. Um, apparently, Joe Mixon is still very likely tradable from from my sources. Um, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you're right. The Amish are, have been on fire, and I guess that's an under-the-radar team. But because of their matchups, it's they have not been. They're 3-3 three and three right now. But they have been on fire the past couple weeks, which is crazy. It'll be uh it'll be interesting to see. At, so this is this is the halfway point. Well, actually, I guess after week seven is the halfway point through the regular season. Uh, we got fourteen weeks in the regular season, um, and so it'll be interesting to do kind of a mid-season. You know, we could do like a you know what we could do next show is do like a mid-season MVP, mid-season like biggest bust. Okay. Um, that kind of stuff that'd be kind of fun. Do a kind of a show like that. So I like that. Just throwing that out there. Don't have to, but just wanted to throw it out there. No, I like that idea. We can go through which teams. What's the biggest? Like, uh, like we can do the midway toilet, the mid like chunk, and the midway champion as well. Yep, I like it. I like that, I like that idea. Um, so that kind of wraps up. Most did we get through every game pretty much? I think so. I think so. Okay. So that well, we're gonna move on to uh our new game that we introduced last last episode, sit or start. We've got a new batch of fun fun players that maybe should have sat, maybe should have started. I don't I didn't list one for each uh for each team because there's a couple teams like log where it looks like he just made every decision was correct. Uh, so I didn't go through all of all of the teams this week, but I got through all of the losing teams. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. So we're going to start off with you again. Uh, <laughs> so did you sit or start? You may know who I'm going to say. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> I started Hunter Renfro. I sure did. I don't know. Would, would it, Robbie Anderson have made a difference? Yeah, he had 10 points. Renfro uh, had what, six? Six. So maybe not. I, I guess yeah. not. I was thinking 10 points total. That would have won you the game. But I guess that would yeah. have made a big difference. It would have made things. But either, either way. Either way. <laughs> um... All right, so there's the first one. All right, so uh, did, the, did the Pennsylvania Pioneers sit or start Alexander Madison? Uh, didn't Dalvin Cook play this week? <laughs> I want you to answer the question first. I'm pretty sure Dalvin Cook played this week, so I'm going to go with he probably started. <laughs> he, did, he did start Alexander Madison. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Zach, come on, man. This this was a two-parter. Did Zach know that Dalvin Cook was playing? Yes or no? 
Probably with a no again. He, he frankly, he just doesn't care. He was so uh, sad after that UK beatdown, and he just yeah. Uh, it was a little humbling for UK. Yeah, a little humbling there. Like it was. Uh, did you watch that game at all? Nope. I mean, it wasn't even like remotely in question. They were so much better. Georgia was so much better than UK, especially that defense. Georgia was really good. They're really good, but that, I mean, Will Levis, I know he came from Penn State, so all you Penn State and Closet Penn State fans, um, whoever you may be, he, oh my gosh, he looked terrible. <laughs> but I mean, that, that Georgia defense was so freaking good. It was, it, it was a completely different type of football, almost. It was bad. Yeah, there's a Georgia game that I watched at the very beginning of the year where like it looked like i think it might have been versus clemson did they play clemson already yeah yeah they and played them it, it just looked like every play they were clemson was going backwards yeah like that line is just scary that i mean they have that guy who's what like six foot nine and 390 pounds and still run i mean he'll probably run sub five in the 40 and it's just insane it it's crazy especially um if I don't know if you've ran a 40 yard dash recently or ever, um, pull a hammy at this point. <laughs> there was a time uh, last year where me and Chase ran a 40 because he Chase visited me down here and there's a park that has like a 40 yard dash thing. Oh, really? And I think we both ran like plus like five above five feet. Uh, and then you look at that like a lineman where it's like they're running less than that that weighs like 300 pounds like that's insane there's no way that should be possible nope nope and moving on moving on speaking of chase um did chase sit or start sterling shepherd uh did he sit sterling shepherd he did sit sterling shepherd Sterling Shepard had 18.6 points. Nice. He played Tyler Boyd, who had 1.7. Yep. Didn't really need to do much that game. No, he Tyler really Boyd didn't. Did. <laughs> he really did not. Uh, neither did any of the Bengals players, like starting players. They could have thrown. He just needed to kind of show up. Yeah, the second string. Just they needed just even just be there. Yeah, the Lions would have given it to him by either running into the back of the uh, end zone or scoring touchdowns for the Bengals. But that was that one. Um, did the power uh, play darn sit or start Darnell Mooney? Ooh. They started him. They sat Darnell Mooney. Uh, he had 15.5 points. Whoa. And that would have won the power of the game. Oh, that's those are the ones where it's like okay if there's nothing i could have done then like okay but like especially when you're probably when you maybe were teetering mm -hmm. on a player and it was like oh man uh, like if, if robbie anderson would have had enough to have won i was thinking about playing him and i, oh, I would have been so upset like uh, you know well that would have been double funny because of your frustrations with Robbie Anderson in the first place. I'm still frustrated with him. Still <laughs> no frustrated. One, no buyers? No buyers on Robbie Anderson? There? Who wants him? Who would want him? I don't know. Maybe Chase. There's there's the Chase. Chase doesn't pay attention. 
<laughs> There's the possible trade there, though. I don't know. Did Michael sit or start Chase Claypool? Oh, I saw this one earlier. I can't remember if he had a big game or a bad or a bad game. He probably didn't start two Steelers receivers. Oh, but he did. He did start Chase oh. Claypool, who had three point seven. Yeah, AJ Green on his bench had eighteen point nine. Wow. Both players that I sent over on trade. Um, I didn't realize that I put him into a mental prison by giving him a second Steelers receiver. Say that again? You cut out I, there. Oh, I, I put him into a mental prison by giving him a, a second Steelers receiver. Big Ben is just bad. Yeah, he's he's not good. There's a couple of times watching the game the other night where it's like, oh, he, he may not come out of this one. <laughs> He's just gonna fall apart. He's gonna try to throw a ball and his arm's gonna fall off. Yeah, it he's old. He looks old. Yeah. This has gotta this has gotta be his last season. I'd have to have I would hope so. I would I would sure hope so. Dwayne Haskins, baby. Yeah, he's the backup. OSU. And then I forget Mason Rudolph's not there anymore, which I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know that either. I forget who their uh third string quarterback is, but I thought it was pretty funny. I think I had heard it before. Um Trace McSorley. That'd be funny if it that was. That would be funny. I think it's Josh Dobbs, who's been there forever. I'm trying to. Who did he play for? Was he UCLA? Was he the UCLA guy? Was he? He he's an interesting looking guy. Even though he went to Tennessee. Oh. I he's only 26. Him. I feel like he's been there forever, but he's only 26. Well, maybe he has been. <laughs> um, I don't pay attention to the Steelers' third screen quarterbacks too much. No, 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 no. As you should not. Um, and then the final one is mine. And did I sit or start the Dolphins' defense? Um, you, you started them. I did. I didn't really have any other ones. I They had me three points. Uh, I didn't have so, any. I did drop the Vikings defense this week, and they had nine, which would have won me the game. Oh. See, those are the ones. Those are the ones where it hurts a little bit. Stings <laughs> yeah. a little. No, that one definitely hurt. Uh, but I didn't have anyone else playing, I think. The only other person that actually scored points on my bench was, I can't say his name, Hines for, in, oh. for Indianapolis. He had yeah. three points. So other than that, my bench my bench amassed a total of three points this weekend. Yikes. Big weekend for the bench. Is just everybody's hurt? Uh that and I, there's my other three guys were on a bye. Oh, okay. So I didn't have anyone really playing. Um, but yeah, so though that is sit or start for this week. Um, and let's head on over to the Josh Wills prediction scoreboard. So I, I, uh, I literally had stuff written down for last week for predictions, uh-huh. and as I started reading through them, I was like, I, I can stick with it. So I'm going to literally reread what I read uh, 
well would have read last week and they all kind of make sense. The the only one that oh the one thing I didn't check are the Steelers on a bye this week? I, I don't think they are, but yeah, are they, are they on a bye this week? Let's see. Yes, they are on a bye. The Steelers are. Uh-huh. Oh. Um okay. Well, then let's let's switch out Let's switch somebody out. Uh, let's go with. Um, let's pick a random team and a good player. Uh, let's go with Devontae Adams. Will be the leading scorer this week. Okay, I like that prediction. Who does he play for? Marcus. He plays. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, he plays for Marcus. So I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. I had Najee Harris was going to be. For last mm. week was going to be what wouldn't have been right, but um, oh, here's why. I, okay, Devonta Adams will be top scorer at 39 points. Book it. Whoa, first Washington. Um, I, I like that. I'll take it. Yeah, that's true. That actually does help out a little bit. I didn't. Even, I, I totally forgot. Um, number two, and this actually did come true because I think I was the only one who started a Raiders player. Uh-huh. I'm trying. I'm trying to run through and oh, Darren uh-huh. Waller. Who has Darren Waller? Uh, David. Okay, so I was right. I said the Raiders will for sure lose, which I was wrong. Would have been wrong on, but I think they'll lose again. This I think they'll lose this week to the Eagles. So Raiders will faux show lose. (laughs) So will anyone who plays a player for them, because John Gruden's actions were unforgivable. (laughs) Unforgivable. Two thousand eleven. Anyways, that's all I'll say. Okay, I, I like um, I like that. I think that that's a fun that's a fun prediction right there. Yes, yes, very fun. You know what's also fun is breaking 110 points, and that will be something that the illiterates will do for the Whoa. first time since the uh, week two. Somehow the they're going to break through on the uh, on the bye week. Oh, Someone- I just realized this. The the illiterates play the pioneers this week. Yeah, someone's got to be two and two and five. That's true, so, unless it's a tie. <laughs> that would be something. I could be totally wrong, but someone has to be one and six or two and five, for the most part. Yes, I really hope it's a tie though. That'd be kind of fun. That would be um, awesome. the pioneers and the illiterates. Speaking of them, will both end up this year with less than $20 spent in their free agent budget. Yep. They're still currently point. sitting at 250. So we'll, <laughs> we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Uh, number five of six, I've got the Burroughs bungle bungles. Ooh, but they're playing the all-stars. Yeah. You know what? They'll write the recap this week. Whoa. And then finally the lions will lose. Yep. To the Rams, so I mean that's not as big of a. Last week it was against the Bengals, and so it was going to be oh. The this week it's like yeah, it's the Rams. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So now watch this be the week that they pull it out. But (laughs) I don't think you're wrong. I think there's already some problems going on there. Uh, That uh, man Campbell already called out Goff for not. I saw that. For not trying as hard as he should. So Uh love the turn. What's going on? Uh, just as we expected. 
nothing like the coach calling out the uh, the young um, quarterback that they uh, just traded their wily veteran who been a, who's a superstar at this point for. <laughs> well, Goff's considered a veteran, isn't he? Mm. Is he not considered? I guess yeah, five. He's still young. I mean, what was he? He was like 2016 draft. He was a rookie in 2016 or 2017. He'd been in the league for four or five years, something like that. Okay. So yeah, I, I guess he's a veteran. Younger. How about that? He, he's, he's, he's he's young veteran, a young vet. Yeah, young veteran. There you go. But I mean, he's he's not the answer there. Clearly, I, I'm not going to talk too much Lions talk, but. It's it's a uh, very sad, but it was very predictable. I don't so. Oh well, we're gonna we're gonna move on from Lions talk. But uh, any more predictions? Uh, three games. There will be highest scoring player. I don't think I got any right except for the Lions losing. Okay, <laughs> you can't be wrong with that one. I That's right. I figure if I keep doing that one, if I keep throwing out that one, I'll at least be right on something. So, yeah, your record should at least get seventeen. If you're going by like tally marks, you should at least get seventeen tallies for that one. Yep, that's what I'm going for. That's all I want to do. Big win this week. Big fan of the show. Happy to be here. Mm. <laughs> Was it first time caller, longtime listener? That's right. Yeah. Very excited what to have, be here. What have, what have you been up to? Uh, just kind of watching the Bucks and Nets game a little bit. Um, but nothing really other than that. I, I had a little money on the Nets tonight, so it hasn't gone great for me so far. So Our Bucks the Bucks right happens. Yeah. Yeah, Bucks. Uh, as of right now, they're up uh, twelve. Okay. In the third quarter. Uh, how much games left? How much times left? Uh, about halfway through the third quarter, so we still oh, got some time to of, catch up. But. It's a game of runs. But my dad calls is, the NBA di- diarrhea. It's a game of runs. <laughs> Classic Gus Ricks. <laughs> who's uh, whose dog is that in the background? Uh, that's that's my roommate. I'm dog sitting right now because he's oh. he's away tonight. So nice. Yeah. Um, oh, what a good boy. He is. He uh, is a good boy. Aren't you, Tucker? You're a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask how is uh, so you you mentioned you had a little money in the nets. How has uh the money gone so far this NFL season? Has it been uh, good to you? Your betting been good to you or not? Um, I'd say it's been pretty 50-50 so far. I, if I had to guess, I'd say I'm, I'm losing money right now. Okay. I, I, <laughs> most weeks, whenever I, I bet on any games, I usually end up going like 
three and two or like two and three in my bets. Like I'm, I'm never losing them all or winning them all. It's just like dead in the middle. It's close. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm no gambling expert. That's what I figured out. <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're the, yeah, well, we're the experts here. So maybe we can, we that's can right. Yeah. Not self-proclaimed. <laughs> of um, course. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Josh brought up a big win for you this week. How, how are you? How are you it feeling very, coming off that win? Uh, feeling pretty good. That was uh, that was one that had been ruined for a little while. You know, we we had put in some decent performances past few weeks. Nothing. It was never anything like too crazy, but and there were no really bad performances either. You know, it just felt like it was a matter of time before we kind of exploded and had one of those big scoring weeks. So. Happy that happened this week with uh, Michael scoring the second most points in the week. Yep. Or yeah. second most points in the league this week. So, unfortunate for him, second, but, you know. Second week in a row for him to do that. That is true. That is true. I'm I'm sure him and, uh, and Marcus can relate now. You know, <laughs> with what? Marcus scoring like 180 the other week and still losing. That's insane. So, unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> um well you had a, a six and oh you now have a six and oh record versus the Amish, right? Is that what I, I do. saw? That that is that's an accurate statement. That is true. So I guess uh I, I, I almost tweeted a meme the other night of uh there's this infamous picture of an Ohio State player sacking a Michigan quarterback and just kind of mm-hmm. standing over him menacingly. I almost tweeted out like a little like I'm the the Ohio State player, like the Cowpokes are the Ohio State player and the Amish were the, the scrying little Michigan quarterback playing <laughs> to the turf, but I decided to hold it? off. What did uh what did Rogers say to the Bears um this uh this weekend? Uh, I, I I own you. I've always owned you. Uh something along those lines. That yeah. that's basically what I said in the recap. Yeah. <laughs> With that was little, incredible. Little, little uh, with some spicy words mixed in there too. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was incredible. Uh, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan, as pretty much everyone knows. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wonder why. But uh, that was that was pretty awesome. I, I like that because I don't like the Bears either. But it was at least he wasn't saying that to us. If that was. If I was a, if he was saying it to Lions fans, that would have been pretty depressed if that happened. That yeah, that that probably would have gotten you riled up a little bit. It was uh, <laughs> him saying to the old faithful Detroit fans. Yeah, he, he could say that to them enough. though and be right. I mean, oh yeah, he he could say that. He he'd be staring Jay he Headland down to in basically the any row. team in the NFC North. So. I would like to see because apparently some someone was flipping him the bird, so I kind of wish it was at Detroit. And you like look up at the stands, and it's Jay just flipping off Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Could you imagine that? That'd be <laughs> incredible. Birds right in his face. Aaron Rodgers screaming back at him. Oh. It, it's probably not hard to see Jay at those games because stadium's got to be empty. I didn't watch this week, but the Lions team has to be pretty empty. It must not be hard to see. Find Jay somewhere in the crowd there. Yeah, you got all you have to do is scan for a little while. I'm sure you'll see his mug <laughs> pop up somewhere. Um, 
But it's been a, a big turnaround for cowpokes from last year. Because last year you were in – were you in the toilet bowl or were you in danger? You were in the toilet bowl, right? I, I was in the toilet bowl. And I, I – funny enough, I was saved by Lamar Jackson's infamous poop game. This is what kept <laughs> me from doing the punishment. So uh, that, I was fortunate enough for that to happen. Uh, unfortunately, it came against my Browns. So yeah, but well, in the end, I didn't have to do the punishment, so I can't be too mad about it. Yeah, you, you take you take some, um, but uh, this year has been you're you're one of the hottest teams right now, especially after this win, and then you have um, a very proving game this week against the True Americans. And that that one should be interesting. We're both we're both looking forward to see if there's <laughs> see if there's uh, yeah, any I mean, beef going on. You know, I I, I would imagine I'll, I'll probably get some Twitter trash talk from the true Americans leading up to the matchup, and I might throw some back as well. But you know, these are two of the the higher scoring teams in the league, and uh, two of the more dynamic rosters, I'd say. Uh, so I'm I'm sure it'll be. A high scoring affair and uh you know may the best man win we'll, we'll uh we'll we'll save the predictions for when we get to that but you know for you to pick it but you know how are you feeling confident after this uh this this win this past week i don't know what your buys look like this week i know a lot of people are on buys in week seven so are you feeling yeah, confident I, you- I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic uh you know, I'm not expecting another 187 point um, result, but you know, if we can score maybe like the the 140s and 150s, I'd say I'd give myself a pretty good chance. Um, and I think I I checked. I only have one player on the bye this week, and it's Tony, Tony Pollard. Oh, so shoot. I probably wasn't going to start him anyway. So this, um, I should be able to use whatever lineup i want not have to worry about any bye weeks or anything like that um so yeah i guess we'll see what happens that should be a pretty solid setup and josh you were referring to a, you said a circle what was what was that in reference to i was, I was saying you know that you were circling this game for a while now oh oh well i if you if you recall earlier this season i i informed the the true americans that i in fact did not know when we we're uh, facing each other <laughs> because uh, that matchup meant so little to me. But uh, going back, going back up to now, uh, it's hard to not take them seriously at this point, based on what they've done so far. So, so do you consider them? I, I, I don't want to say I'm retracting. I, I, not a rivalry. Still not a rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> just just a quick little stat for you if you're if you're looking at that 135 140 mark or whatever you threw out there just a second ago i can't remember exactly what it was um it's been three weeks that the uh, the true americans haven't scored over 130 points so if that trend continues you just gotta hit that 130 mark and you're smooth sailing yeah i i did kind of notice that uh the americans haven't been scoring really in bunches recently. You know, they've been putting in, I mean, good enough performances, uh, maybe taking the uh, page out of the, the, the big boys playbook where they're yep. kind of just squeaking by some weeks. But, you know, it's working out for them, so I can't really say anything too much about it. 
And they lost to the Magicians, so what does that say about it? <laughs> well, the Cowpokes also lost to the Pioneers or this season, you know. <laughs> that, that was about super well. That was about the same as um what was it? The uh who did the Steelers beat early in the year? That was a surprise. The Bills. The, the Bills. Bills, yeah. <laughs> That's about um, the equivalent week of one. Yeah. the Bills. <laughs> yeah. It's a good comparison. Yeah. So so in your mind then, since the true Americans aren't a legit rivalry, even though maybe in their minds they think they're a rival of yours. Uh, they're not a rival to you. So what defines a rival? What defines a team that's a rival? Um, you know, I, I'd say uh, a rivalry in my mind is, you know, someone that can actually uh, is competitive, you know, year in, year, year in and year out and not just kind of, you know, riding the middle average, like fifth or sixth every year, you know. Yeah. Who wants to consider a team like that their rival? I mean, am I wrong? So, I'm I'm looking at some of these records here. Um, that so your your rivals as far as just com- competitive with you, uh, you've got a two and two against Jay. Just FYI, um, so right uh, right now your your record is two and two against them. Um, so I mean that that looks pretty pretty. Uh, close as far as just your head to head, but I understand what you're saying with it being fifth or sixth place every year is kind of a mediocre finish. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I understand that I haven't always, or the, the cowpokes haven't always finished uh, near the top of the league. And in fact, we've had some pretty crappy teams over the years, but you know, we still have the ring to hold over his head. I was, I was going to ask if you think it's a very Ohio state, Michigan, like comparison where it's it's a rivalry but ohio state just kind of steamrolls them and they have rings to hold uh, over uh, well, it's been I, a while I, since michigan's been i good. can't say i can't say it's i i can't say it's like that just because they the the americans do have the two prior wins uh mm. against the cowpokes although i i don't really remember when that happened um i think it's been a little while uh okay so maybe you could say that but like in my mind uh, I don't really think that. I'd say it's more of a uh, Ohio State Penn State thing, where uh, okay. Penn State views Ohio State as a rival, but Ohio State doesn't really feel the same way, even though Penn State gets them every once in a while. Yeah, I'd say that'd be a, maybe a little better comparison. Okay, I like that. It's it's been four. It's been thirteen out of the last fourteen years, by the way, that Ohio State's beat Michigan. Jeez. I just had to throw that out there because it's kind of fun to say. <laughs> and and I think the one year that Michigan won, I think that was was that the year the highest state of losing record. Luke Fickle year. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I wow. think the 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 comparison for Ohio State and Michigan is more like you versus me. If I compare that as a rivalry, you were six yeah. and one, five and one against me, maybe. <laughs> Maybe the uh, cowpokes and the magicians, or maybe the cowpokes and the the Amish, because Amish haven't even beat us once. Holy! <laughs> most Spencer, most of your wins are coming against two teams here. That's that's what I'm gathering. Spencer, you're I one and eight. The one and eight against log. Yeah. Well, I start every year against. <laughs> and them. I, I, I every remember year the one I'd... victory that you that you had as well because it came on that 
that uh, that Monday night game where the I think it was the Cowboys <laughs> scored that defensive <laughs> touchdown like the last play of the game. <laughs> I, I went was to incredible. bed. That was and like the third quarter, I woke up to a text from you just going ballistic. I was like, oh no, what happened? And then I got that, on Twitter and saw the play. I was like, oh my gosh, what <laughs> are the odds? That was maybe a win that saved me from. Well, I guess I was in the toilet bowl, but that that was a much. Was that the year we went to the toilet bowl? Yeah, both, both you and I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we we I had agree. our turnarounds after that, just like this year. Log has had his turnaround, and it's. I was saying it's kind of been like the Browns, uh, even though this year they're kind of five hundred. Um, yeah, but they're well, good. Well, they're Jerry's good. still out there. Yeah, they're good. Um, but it's know. it's it's uh, okay. Well, they're they're similar to the Browns, and they've completely changed from winning one out of thirty-two games to actually going being relevant uh, Be, to being competitive. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, sense. yeah. But but I know you have you have a list for us. Is that is that correct? You have a list. I do. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I went and ranked my 10 favorite uh, Browns quarterbacks uh, pre-Baker uh, Mayfield being drafted. So this is around it – start, it starts around, I think, 2005 and leads up to about uh, 2018. Uh, wow. Noting that You're able to find 10 quarterbacks. <laughs> are these 10 well, best there's a, quarterbacks? There's a lot more than that. There, I, these are there's these are all ex starting Browns quarterbacks that have uh, they've all started at least one game for the Browns in their career. And are these, uh, I'm are these sorry, ten best ahead. quarterbacks or ten of your favorite quarterbacks? These are ten uh, my ten favorite quarterbacks. Okay, uh, that I uh, uh, remember watching. Like I the first I remember uh, actually watching Browns games. Uh, I think it first started on 2005. So, uh, actually, uh, starting off number 10 is a uh, a quarterback uh, who started uh, several games, in fact, over the course of two seasons, uh, Charlie Fry. Charlie I don't know Fry. if uh, that name rings a bell or not. Uh, <laughs> product of Akron. Uh, you know, he, uh, he, was, he was pretty average. He wasn't uh, spectacular, but he wasn't horrible. So he was the first guy I remember watching. So I had to put him on the list. A little nostalgia uh, there. That, that's right, yeah. And uh, so we'll move on down to number nine. Uh, interestingly enough, he only started one game for the Browns. Uh, but the reason I have him on this list, uh, it's Kevin Hogan. Uh, the reason I'm having him on here is that uh, there was a game against the Bengals. I believe it was around 2016 and 2017. Uh, Cody Kessler started that game, got knocked out with an injury. Uh, Kevin Hogan came in and ran for about uh, – he ran for over 100 yards in the matter of about two quarters, which was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Um, and they didn't even manage to win the game, but it was just a I was about to say, did they win? <laughs> Uh, so I, I had to throw him on that on the list just for that one performance. And they didn't start him again. Uh, I believe he started the next game, and then. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I don't remember what happened after that. I, I'd imagine <laughs> nothing good. So, uh, moving on down to number eight, 
Uh, I have him on here just based off the hype and excitement that he generated for me at one point. Johnny Football. Yes. Mr. Heisman. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, jo- Josh is doing the little money money sign there. Uh, <laughs> he even liked him enough to uh, wear his jersey in one of my high school senior pictures and uh, uh, do them. <laughs> I, do them, them I remember you having that jersey. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, that, that I, happened. Uh, I think you and JT have some of the top uh, graduation pictures J- of all time. JT. Uh, Who was the one in the me? truck? Was was it Dong? Dong John was, that was in the Dong in the, in the pickup John truck, is another, another person who had wore a football jersey. During, well, he wore a Vikings jersey. He, yeah, yeah, it was a Vikings jersey. I remember the player, but uh, I remember being a Viking. Was it, his, it was his Carlson jersey, right? I don't yeah, know. Does he have a Carlson jersey? I think so. Might have to double check on that, but uh, yeah, Manziel. I was very excited when they drafted him. Uh, the story with him is that uh, actually a homeless man told uh, the Browns owner before the draft that he should draft Manziel, so that's why they end up drafting him, uh, according to some people. What I don't know is if that's accurate? true or not, but okay. it's 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 been reported. So <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Uh, moving on down to uh, number seven, we have uh, Brandon Whedon. Uh, I believe he uh, he was drafted at the age of 28. And lo- <laughs> wow. Looking back on that now, <laughs> I don't know if it was a very wise choice to begin with to use a first-round pick on a 28-year-old rookie quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like he had room to grow. Age is but a number. That, that's right, you know. Uh, those former uh, minor league baseball players, you know, how, how do you pass those guys up? Right. Uh, uh, I, actually, I, I remember one play he had against the Lions, uh, an infamous, infamously bad play. I don't know if you remember this, Spencer, but uh, I believe it was late in the fourth quarter. The Browns were driving to either tie or take the lead. Uh, he was rolling out of the pocket, uh, was about to get sacked, and – Flipped the ball underhand towards the sideline, and it got intercepted <laughs> by a Lions player to basically seal the game. Uh, That's not the same game that they show with uh, Stafford getting hurt all the time, is it? No, no, that, that was a different one. I don't think Whedon okay. was around for that game. Okay. Um, but that's the one play I remember Whedon making. Uh, so if that, <laughs> if that tells anything about his time in Cleveland, uh, or just remember that. Okay. And at number six, uh, we have Brady Quinn. Uh, uh, I, I also remember being very excited about this guy uh, coming out. Um, he slid in the draft. I think the Browns drafted him around like 22 or 23. And at that point, I thought they were just getting an absolute steal. And uh, <laughs> turns out it was quite the opposite. I think he... May have started for like two years and then kind of fizzled out. So another disappointing, uh, another disappointing uh, rung to add to the ladder. Uh, not much more else to say about him. Go and uh, so I'll go down to number five. This is this is one one of my uh, I have him higher on the list just because he was he was actually a fun guy to watch and he had a couple of memorable moments where he pulled out some big wins for the Browns. It's uh, Josh McCown. Uh, oh, 
uh, infamous for the, uh, I don't know if you remember him doing the helicopter flip into the end zone <laughs> when he was with the Browns. Uh, I think that's what most people know him for uh, when it comes to his Browns tenure. But uh, I believe that same season, we uh, the Browns went on the road to the to Baltimore and won like a 40 to 37 shootout. And he threw for like 500 yards. Oh my and that goodness. was like, yeah, that, that, that was a pretty exciting victory. And then uh, I don't, I don't know if they won any more games after that. <laughs> <laughs> was, what, was he on the team recently? Cause I feel like I saw that name not too long. He, I, he was on the Eagles at one point. Okay. Cause I remember when uh, Carson Wentz got hurt in that playoff game, I believe he came in and played the rest of the game. I think that was maybe like one or two years ago. He also but, played for Detroit at one point. He, he was with a lot of different teams. I think okay. he's, 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 he was kind of like a, a Fitzpatrick light where, uh, okay. nice. you know, he, he's been around to many teams, but doesn't really get, this, get the same recognition that Fitzpatrick did. So had to give him a little shout out on the list. <laughs> uh, number four, we have Jake DeLome. Now, I remember uh, that name. Jake DeLome. He joined the Browns, I believe, around 2009-2010 uh, after having uh, spent several years with the Carolina Panthers. Went to the uh, Super Bowl, he, right? He even took him to a Super Bowl, exactly. That's That was the main reason I was very excited about DeLum. Uh And then I think he managed to only start about eight games for the Browns and was either average or below average for most of those games. So, <laughs> um, Just based off the height factor, I had to put him at number four. Um, even though his results were pretty poor. And moving on to number three, uh, this is the actually the only player, I believe, on the list that's still in the league. Uh, one Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. And Colt McCoy, uh, I remember when the Browns drafted him, I was still at the age where I just assumed – that any college quarterback that was really good was just going to be really good in the pros, no matter uh-huh. where they were drafted. So I, they, I'm pretty sure they got him in like the third round. I was just like, oh my gosh, how did they get Colt McCoy in the third round? Like, what a steal! <laughs> and uh, uh, he was the quarterback for the the one electric Peyton Hillis year. Oh, and for, like all those yards, and then got the Madden cover. Yeah, um, and then disappeared he, off the face of the earth. Yeah, it faded into in the black after that. It, uh, that's truly insane. I like I I don't know if I've ever seen a player that got that much of a like rise and then literally you're not like you're not wrong. He disappeared off the face. Of the I earth. mean, yeah, I <laughs> never I heard from he, again. No, I think I think he got hurt after that season and then never like did anything again. Uh, so yeah, Cole <laughs> McCoy is part of those teams. Uh, I was very excited to have him there. And then uh, what was pretty ironic, I guess, was that uh, in the, the Cardinals blowout of the Browns this past weekend, uh, Colt McCoy was in to take the, the victory formation snaps, take the kneel downs for the Cardinals. So I was like, oh, an old, an old pal and his old, his old something grounds. Going full circle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so now we'll move to number two. And uh, Spencer. So this is a guy I'm sure you're very familiar with, uh, Brian Hoyer, ah, former Brian Spartan. Hoyer. Yeah, that's right. So 
Uh, Brian Hoyer, uh, I believe it was the 2014 season. It was the same year they drafted Manziel. Uh, Hoyer was a starter for the majority of the games. And the Browns actually started off that year 7-4. and four. Uh, And we're looking pretty primed to make the playoffs. And then I believe uh, Brian Hoyer got concussion in one game, and then Manziel had to start the rest of the season, and then the Browns finished seven to nine. So (laughs) for the for those eleven games, Brian Hoyer was just he was the king of Cleveland. And uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Hoyer's still playing. Is he actually? I think he is. I think is he on like the Patriots? Maybe he's still the Patriots backup. Okay, well. My mistake. Uh, Hoyer, Hoyer and yeah. Hoyer in, a, in some elite territory there. Still, still in the league somehow. <laughs> and so now uh, we'll move to uh, my favorite uh, pre-Baker Mayfield Browns quarterback, uh, Derek Anderson. Uh, Derek Anderson is another case of one of these guys that comes in has about one year of success and then just kind of fades to nothing. Uh, it was the the 2007 season. The Browns actually went 10 and six that year. I think he threw for like 35 touchdowns. Uh, and that was the year that uh, they had Braylon Edwards as a receiver. Oh, yeah. And he caught, I think he caught like 16 or 17 of them. And the Browns were just electric. But – Somehow they still managed to miss the playoffs at 10 6. <laughs> so, and uh, that was the only time they've had a winning record until this past year. So, wow. I, I, I had to put him at number one just, just for that fact alone. So, also, so former, there you have it. He, he played for the Panthers too, didn't he? Uh, that sounds point. right. Yeah, I think you're right on that. But I think it's maybe wow, just what, for like a game or two. What a list, though. So is Baker? Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Josh. I was just going to say, wasn't wasn't Tyrod Taylor a quarterback? He was, but um, he was on the team the same time as Baker, so I didn't want to include him there just because uh, they kind of overlapped. So gotcha. I, he wouldn't. I don't think he would have made the list anyway. Uh, he didn't really do anything notable. I won't say a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not even worth uh, mentioning. So Baker is your all-time favorite Browns quarterback then? I mean, as of now, just because he's been the only guy that can actually stay on the team for more than like one or two years, (laughs) even though (laughs) his performances have been a little shaky, kind of up and down. But, I mean, he's a a much better option than anything we've had the past 20 years. So I've, I've got to ride with him. Well, maybe he'll have a breakout week this next week, like the cowpokes did, or or, or maybe he'll just completely break his shoulder. <laughs> or, Jeez, you know. Uh, <laughs> what? Are you like predicting something? I'm not. I I don't even know if he's going to play this week. That's that's oh. actually still up in the air. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because his uh, apparently his the labrum in his shoulder is just completely torn. So oh, it's either, okay. I didn't know that. Either, uh, that was useful information. For him, it's either the God bless the year, break your shoulder. A, a torn shoulder. 
Real quick yeah, before we move I mean, into I, uh, with the way the offensive line has been playing, it wouldn't. Where are you going to start? <laughs> I think oh, we're sorry. a little bit of a delay. Gosh. Um, real quick before we move into any uh, predictions, I wanted to kind of circle back on this whole Peyton Hillis thing. Um, I, I was going through yeah. some of the Madden cover athletes just so I could compare, you know, who he was on the cover, like alongside with um, a couple, couple of notable ones was Troy Polamalu, Larry Fitzgerald, Rob Gronkowski, Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, um, Aaron, you know, Brett Farr, uh, Calvin Johnson, uh, and then you have Peyton Hillis. Yeah, you, yeah, you could say Peyton Hillis kind of sticks out like a sore, uh, sore thumb on that list. Yeah. Was yeah. He was the only other Vince one that Young, I would yeah. say was like, I mean, Odell Beckham, you know, he, he's on there. Richard Sherman's on there, but like, as far as just, I guess, straight up, just a bus, I guess. I, I don't even know if you could call, um, uh, I don't even know if you could call Peyton Hillis a bus, just a true one hit. He was wonder, a feel good story. He was a feel good yeah. story. But yeah, Vince Young is the only other, uh, only other one on here that isn't hasn't been a pro bowler. How about that? Well, no, I guess Payne Hillis was probably a pro bowler that year. I, I think he did make a pro bowl that one year, actually. So, but of course, none after that. Yeah, <laughs> they were a lot of fun to play with on that Madden game, though. I'll tell you what, they were. I, I remember, I think I still have that Madden uh, copy at my uh, my parents' house somewhere. Josh, what are you? Uh, here, what are you reacting? One, one more, one more thing. Uh, uh, 2009, he played for Denver. Played in 14 games. Rushed for, rushed 13 times for 54 yards. Next year, 2010, plays for Cleveland. Rushes 270 times for 1,177 yards for and 11 touchdowns. Next year, 2011, rushes 161 times for 587 yards. And then just completely falls off after that. That's yeah, insane. And the funny thing was, he wasn't even really like a running back. He was actually like a fullback playing running back. Like yeah. fullback was his natural position, and they just stuck him at running back, and it worked for a little bit. So there's like, well, might as well keep him back there and see what happens. And then oh yeah, one thing led to another. <laughs> he uh, he was two hundred forty. It maybe still is, but 240 pounds at six one. Yeah, there you he, go. He, his uh, player comp is uh, Derrick Henry, I'd say. Yeah, you know, they're, they're pretty comparable <laughs> in size there. Yeah, just a freight train running downfield. But uh, so let's get into this week's games. We've already kind of talked about your game with Jay being a big one. Um, and so we're going to get into we'll, our predictions. Josh, do you want to update everyone on the records so far? Yeah. Yeah. So um, you and I, from our Twitter predictions, went four and two each. Um, you are now 18 and 18, sitting there nice at 500. <laughs> incredible. And I am one game ahead of you at 19 and 17. Uh, okay. We did not have any guests last week. But Jay Headland was our 
guest picker from week five and went two and four. So Logan, uh, even if you weren't to win this week against him in fantasy football, there's a good chance that you'll at least beat him in the guest pickup. So well, you can hold I your mean, head that's high all there. That really matters here. So. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I really should be focused on. <laughs> so let's get into it. We'll also have to touch on our melon head of the week this week, but we'll get there. Um, who's, who's your prediction for melon head of the week? Uh, I'm sure we'll hear from Jay who his melon head of the week is later on. You can look for that on Twitter. Um, oh, I did but, make my melon head of the week. Pick of the week, real quick. Jonathan Taylor, Melonhead of the week for the Melonheads. There you go. Okay, there it is. All right. Uh, so you cannot find that on Twitter, not quite yet, but soon. Um, all right. So we'll start off with your game then. Log well, between you and Jay, battle of the four and twos. Kind of a rivalry, kind of not a rivalry. Well, not a rivalry. Not uh, a rivalry. Yeah. But a the predict ready. The predicted points right now is 133.7 to 133.8. The Holy true Americans by 0.1. So ESPN knows. It's, so it's literally a, a toss-up, according yeah. to ESPN. Uh, well, with that being said, I mean, I think it would be pretty cowardice of me to pick against myself. So I, I'll take myself in this matchup. Um, there you know, you I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be a close game, but I think we find a way to win. I like, I like to hear that, the confidence. Yeah. Got to have that winner's um, mentality. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Uh, I I think I'm going to go, in honor of you being our guest and um, backing up, doubling down on my statements from earlier uh, in an earlier episode that the True Americans are a 500 team. I think I'm picking you this week uh, to, to make him go four and three. He's, I mean, you've been on fire as of late, so I'm going to go with the cap folks on this one. All right. Appreciate it. Yep. And I'm going to ride the hot hand as well um, and go with the Cal Pokes. Uh, Derrick Henry and Joe Mixon are a good combo. Um, and Ky- you got Kyler Murray. The uh, la- last year, silly, silly sink boys will uh, will win this week. <laughs> yeah. If you notice, I've kind of taken the uh, the Port City Powers blueprint for success from last year and kind of applied it to my team. And, uh, yeah, you know, I've gotten good results so far, so I'm, I got to give I mean, a shout out. It, it's worked out, so I mean, solid strategy there. Um, yeah. you, you've also got some very favorable matchups this week with Kyler Murray facing Houston, Derrick Henry facing Kansas City, mm-hmm. um, and the Rams defense facing Detroit. I think there you've got your three highest scores. <laughs> so you should, yeah, you should that, be pretty set. That, that would not surprise me if that were the case. All right. We will move on. Why don't we move on to the uh, SoundCloud Bowl? Here's oh we've got the uh, Port City Power versus the Alliance of Magicians. Um, yeah, so who do you guys got? You want me to start off? Yeah, go, go ahead. Okay. Um, you know, the, the Power have kind of been on uh, – they going through a rough patch here dealing with some injuries and whatnot. Um, same for the the magicians. Both both teams kind of been injury stricken as of lately. Um, but uh, since since you guys are gracious enough to have me on the pod, I I'll have to get right with the magicians this week. I think I think <laughs> they find. I, I think uh, 
the Powers uh, losing streak continues and uh, Magicians get back on track this week. I think uh, that's the first magician selection in over three weeks. So that's <laughs> thank you. I I'm a trendsetter. What can I say? <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Currently, right now, the predicted score is 105.9 to 66.4. Uh, <laughs> you're missing three oh, guys. Well, so don't, well, don't tell yeah, yourself no, oh, okay. I was right. I was going to fill it in. Currently, I have no one else to place there because people are injured or on buys. So we have to kind of wait to uh, after the waiver wire uh, to see who I'll place there. But currently, that's the predicted score. Um, Tomorrow's going to be very interesting with the waiver wire, by the way. Yeah, I think that yeah, there's I, there's I, a I'm lot very, of people on buy. I'm very intrigued to see how this all plays out tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah. So You we'll saying that makes me think that I should probably raise some of – the amounts of money that I put on players. I, I'm not implying anything. I'm I've said just from an outside perspective. I, I'm interested. So he's not looking to pick up anybody. He's fine. He, he he's got a good team. I don't. He doesn't need to. Yeah, sure. Him. Who knows about Jay? He might just. Well, he only has however many dollars since he spent 160 or whatever or 140 on Chuba Hubbard. Um, yeah. Do Do you think uh, anyone will spend more than 154 dollars on a single player the rest of the season? I so the only thing I can see happening is Chase or Zach maybe last minute because oh. they have $250. They're like, oh, it's the last game of the season. Chase might just drop 200 bucks on another retired player. I don't know. That would be the yeah. only thing I see. Yeah, I, I could see that too. Real, real quick. Did, wait, do we – we have a main picks there, right? For that game, uh, I think oh, I'll, I'll hold off on the on, on this statement until we get to the illiterates and pioneers. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna take the power in this one. I think just that's just logical. Uh. I I mean, it could be close. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna go with the log strategy of confidence, and I'm going to select myself here. There we go. I'm gonna that's what we like uh, to uh, magicians win. Very uncharacteristic of ownership here to uh, choose our team to win, but I'm going to go with the Magicians' big time win this week. That's right. And you know what? I'll go ahead and run with you too as well. Whoa! There we go. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Clean sweep. There you go. <laughs> so now, when when you don't win, we all lose. Well, we've had two sweeps because we all chose Log, and then we all chose me. Yeah. So why don't we go on to the melon heads versus the fighting Amish here and see who we select? Uh, we Lots of people another, out to another or, sweep. Yeah, another one uh, of those with a, a bad projection on my side because I don't have anybody in there right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, for those not looking, it's one hundred seven point nine to seventy six point eight. But yes, you are missing three people. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I was peeking at, at Michael's team a little bit uh, today, and it looks like he's going to be dealing with some bye weeks and then some more injuries as well. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to take the Melon Heads this week. Bad choice. I, th- I think they might we'll be, be disappointed. Another, I think they might be due for another 190-whatever-point-wise uh, explosion. Explosion. <laughs> I can't Without believe that's and I, that, actually that that's my that's my bold prediction for the week is that the Melonheads the the link score this week. 
I don't have I don't have Eckler or Herbert playing this week or Cooper. That's so why if that bold. happens, you know that's why yeah, it's bold. bold. Right now, David Johnson is your RB two. So that's yeah, <laughs> he's about, he's about to pop off. Uh, I like the boldness there. I think I'm going. I'm going. Sorry, Josh. I'm going to go with the Amish so, this week. So am I. So don't feel bad. <laughs> uh, it looks like Damian Williams is he. It said he's out. It says he's out right now, but he's also at Tampa. So I'm personally, for my gain, I'm hoping that Damian Williams is out. Uh, so Herbert maybe gets some more playing. Oh, time. that's right. Yeah. Yep. That's but, a tough defense, though. That's a tough, tough defense. Yeah. Even then, you might not get much out of Herbert going against uh, the Tampa Bay run defense. They're yeah. missing a lot, though. They have a lot of injuries to that defense. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's all the secondary. All secondary. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't really affect their well, run D too much, unfortunately. Well, maybe they'll throw some little screen plays then. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm going to go with the Amish there. Josh, you would also want the Amish. Yes. So that's our first non-sweep prediction so far of the day. Um, someone will be wrong. That's right. Or someone will be uh, right, actually. Oh. Um, let's move on to, uh, a big one here. Uh, this is going to be a proving game for the Bungles as they take on the All-Stars. If they're able to s- slow down the All-Stars, um, they've had just a whirl. The Urban Myers have had a whirl of a couple of weeks and they've just been <laughs> winning in all sorts of winning or losing. However you look at it in all sorts <laughs> of ways. Um, but he's fa- Tad's facing a lot of bye weeks. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, not Najee Harris, Adam Thielen, all out this week. So that's a big one. Who do you guys have there? Yeah, uh, you know, I'd say the All Stars have been probably the most surprising team in the league so far this year. Uh, I think most people thought they would maybe be a middle of the road to lower end type team, but they just kept finding ways to win. I think they're still the leading. Uh, one of the three or four top lean scores or top scoring teams so far. Um, but with all those bye weeks, I think this this might be uh, a week where their their luck kind of runs out. So uh, I'll take the Bungles this week. Um, so I'm even though I just advocated for the All Stars not having really anyone playing. I'm looking at the matchups that the Bungles players have. Um, and I think they've got some tough ones, like Leonard Fournette's facing Chicago, and Chicago's run defense is pretty good. Um, like their defense is probably about the only strong thing they've got going for them there. Uh, and they just have some tough matchups. Dirty's also got um, only about, what is that, four total matchups happening in his in his entire team. He's got two Bucks receivers. He's got three Philly players, um, and then he's got just a couple of. Oh, that's right. There. I totally yeah, forgot. I, I mean, he basically his entire roster was done after the Thursday night game. Last <laughs> the Thursday week. night game. Yeah, I noticed. Kind of sit around and wait and see what happens with uh, with his opponent. So I think I'm actually taking the All Stars here as an upset, even though they are the like Ooh. they're the better team. But I think uh, I think they're even with as many bye weeks as they have. I think they're still going to pull it off somehow. Just in the the in your ownership, Tad. 
Um, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I, I did want to address Logan made the comment that the All-Stars have been lucky. They've won four in a row now. Um, they, they're they pretty good, well, in my I, opinion. I, I, don't, I don't want to say they're too lucky. I mean, they, they do have a good roster. Uh, I've shown by the, the amount of points they've scored. But um, I think uh, this may be a case of their – their roster isn't as good as their record. Let's put it that way. I disagree, but I'm going to go with the Bungles anyway because they have too many buys. At least their their roster this week. Okay. Oh, the okay. roster this yeah. week. Yeah. 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 But that running back combo, though. Yeah, it's it's the like the second ones. best in the entire league. Who's the first? Oh, Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Of course. <laughs> Um, let's go on to the big boys versus the union of the moon and sun. Uh, Marcus is missing James Robinson, his other running back. Um, doesn't really have another running back after that. So that'll be interesting to see if he picks up anyone there. Um, what are you thinking there, Log? Well, I do know that in years past, uh, the moon and sun have had <laughs> the big boys number a little bit, uh, kind of been a thorn in Dong's side, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but I think but that, that's usually in the playoffs. Though, so I'm not sure. Yeah. This, yeah with this, with, with that being said, being a non playoff matchup, I'll take the big boys. Okay. I am going to agree with you there. Um, once the playoffs hits, that's when Marcus becomes very dangerous and a very real threat to the big boys. He is a yeah. public enemy. Watch list number one. That's who Sean doesn't want to face. And miraculously, that's always who Sean faces. So uh, <laughs> so I'm going with the big boys here. Marcus is missing one of his uh, key players. Even though Josh said Devonta Adams in his predictions, Devonta Adams is going to be the highest scoring player of uh mm. of this week out of anyone with 39 do you say 39.3 points 39 39 points wow. um even though i i don't he could Devonte adams tyler lockett they could have big games since tyler lockett didn't score anything this week that's usually a sign that he's going to have a big week the next week uh well so you, you gotta I, think who's throwing in the ball right now still well that's that's also yeah. true um <laughs> very good point uh, but I think I think the big boys are gonna win. Yeah, I'm going to go with the upset. I'm 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 leaning towards the moon and sun. Oh. They're going to. I'm, I'm looking at their team. They're going to replace Robinson probably with either James White or oh James White's out. Just kidding. Uh, they're going to pl- play probably like AJ Dillon. But then they've got um they got Debo Samuel as well that That's they'll true. throw in at that flex. Mm-hmm. And I mean between Adams Lockett. And Samuel, I think they've got a uh, they've got a shot at um, at a pretty big week between those three. So, do I think the big boys will win? Probably, but I'm going to pick the Union of Moon and Sun. I do like that as being like the underdog of the week. If you're going to choose an underdog, I like that. Yeah, that reasoning there. I just think they could pop off at any point still. 
Marcus's boom. Uh, they, they, his, they've shown in the past that they're capable of doing it, so you, you, you can't take them for granted. His his boom percentage is like 48, and then his bust percentage is like 48. And then he's got you know 4% of just a normal week in there in between. And he's a wild card. What can you say? <laughs> Marcus is a wild card. Uh all right, and then on to let's say the matchup of the week, shall we say? Uh, the Germans versus the the Illiterates versus the Pioneers should be a good one. I mean, who cares? Like, Honestly, who cares? <laughs> Gotta pick one. Uh, I'll, I'll go with the Illiterates. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if they'll break hundred though. I don't think either team will break hundred. <laughs> Um. It, yeah. Right. Chase Edmonds is facing Houston. Ramadre Stevenson is placing facing the Jets. So maybe there's some favorable matchups there. Um, Gronk's supposed to be back for the Illiterates. That would be big. Uh, but the Pioneers. We'll see if they recognize that they have Kareem Hunt on the IR. I was. Oh, you took it. Dang it. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I, forgot, was, I was going. For, nope, forget I said that. I didn't say anything like that. Uh, I think uh, I think mine. I think the illiterates are going to take this one. All right, go ahead, Josh. I was going to say I think the illiterates are going to win because because I think the 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 Browns play on Thursday. I'm afraid that Zach's not going to realize <laughs> that and he'll still have Kareem Hunt in the, the lineup and he'll just get a complete dud. Um, from him, so I'm a little worried about that. Um, so we'll see if that comes true. But I'm going with the illiterates for kind of the same reasoning that you guys were there. I think they'll uh, they'll at least roll out a team, even though it's kind of funny looking through the illiterates bench. Have you looked through it? It's the worst bench in the league. It's, it's, it's horrible. Keenan Allen by it's zero. A graveyard. Russell Wilson hurt zero. Juju Smith Schuster by and maybe her zero. Marvin <laughs> Jones out by zero. De- Devin Singletary zero on by. Robert Tanyan, 8.4. George Kittle hurt zero. And then Phillip Rivers not even playing <laughs> zero. They're so, they're pre- my gosh. So it is, it's gotta be the worst bench in the league, but a, a close second has got to be Zach's bench right now. With I, I, they're they're neck and Carlos, neck. Carlos Hyde taking up spots on the roster. <laughs> in an empty spot, just in just yeah, uh, the, it's the just bench all. is even full. It's got an empty seat there. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm going to make a pre- well, no, never mind. I was going to say I think that somehow Chase's bench might still outscore um, the Pioneers' bench, but I, I don't think that would happen. There's a chance, but probably not a good chance. How funny yeah. would that be, though? That would be incredible. That would be something. Uh, that would be awesome. Robert Tanya would have to have the game of his life, I think, in order for that. To, he's the only person playing for Chase. Exactly. That's the funny part. <laughs> um, that'd be incredible, though. We'll keep an eye on that. But do you think? Do you think Zach still plays Alexander Madison? Do you think he's? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think he'll find his way onto that. Right now, he doesn't have any other running back on his bench other than yeah. Saquon Barkley. So. Unless he picks someone up, it's. Or Saquon of, comes back miraculously this week. Yeah. Yeah. 
they'll probably get like two carries for four yards, end up with like a half right. a point. Yeah. And a torn ACL. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Prediction. No. Careful. Careful. Josh's predictions for injuries are very terrifying. Yeah. Hey, uh, Zach, do you want to trade? Alex- Alexander, beware. Yeah. <laughs> Well, those are the uh, predictions for this week, or the uh, the pickums for this week. Um, should be another great week of fantasy football. Uh, do you fellas have anything else to say uh, for this episode? Nothing, nothing to your no. opponents. No. I got, I got nothing to say. To the, best of luck to the Americans, but you know, not a rivalry. Not a rivalry. <laughs> not a rivalry. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, and we will see you guys hopefully next week. Yes. See y'all.